Hello, hello, Kristen here. Just wanted to let you know that this episode was recorded before the podcast name change. If you hear any old terminology, that's why. Thank you for listening. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Notable Woman Podcast. I'm happy to bring you my interview with Victoria Ng. Victoria and I are good friends, and when she started this new hobby, I noticed a really big change in her. That new hobby was pole dancing. That change, she was body positive, she was more confident, she had more energy, and she was just overall happier. So I thought that it would be great to have her talk about her experience with pole dancing with us. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Welcome to the Notable Woman Podcast. I am happy to introduce today's guest, my good friend, Victoria Ng. Victoria is an actor trained at the famous Tisch School of the Arts at NYU in the Lee Strasberg studio. She loves Pokemon, theater, dance, acting, and just recently started pole dancing. Please join me in welcoming Victoria. Hi, Victoria. Thanks so much for chatting with me today. Hi, Kristen. Would you like to add anything to your introduction? Well, I love to travel as well and I do also love comic books. Oh, thank you for adding that. Now, where did you just come back from, speaking of traveling? Oh, I just came back from a week in India. Incredible trip. And now you usually travel by yourself, is that right? I do like traveling solo. I have traveled a bit with my family as well and and a few times with some friends, but um, I do enjoy traveling solo. That's pretty awesome. I've always been really impressed with you. I have a hard time going to the movie theater by myself. Now, did you go to India by yourself? Well, I I joined a tour, so there were like 19 of us in the group, but I did, you know, sign up solo. So uh, luckily there were like four other people who were solo also. So that's always good. How many countries have you been to? Oh, gosh, I made a list up the other day. It was something like 30 something, maybe 20, 20, 30, something like that. I think mine is less than five. So I know, I know, I need to, uh, I can't even catch up. I just need to not embarrass myself. Now, you trained at one of the foremost acting programs in the United States. Can you tell us a little bit about that journey? So I sort of became interested in acting when I was around 13 or 14. Right in middle school, we had to start reading. Shakespeare. And while everyone else was groaning and, you know, moaning about it, I, for some reason, really clicked into it. So I wanted to read more plays. I started to take more acting classes um, that were available at school. And then eventually, um, in high school, one of my summers, I did like a pre-college program. And that was really what piqued my interest the most. And it really grabbed me and and solidified the fact that I wanted to be an actor. So I auditioned for a bunch of schools and somehow, some way I I got into NYU and uh, I got placed in the the Lee Strasberg studio where the training was incredible. It was really intense. It, you know, really delves into yourself and trying to find your center. So it, yeah, it was a very intensive program and and I learned a lot out of it. And eventually I graduated and it's totally worth it. <laughs> I know that after you graduated from school, you experimented with a lots, lots of different types of physical activities. And I myself went through a training program where we did a lot of physical activity and then not having that anymore is, is difficult. And so unlike me, you 
went out and tried to find <laughs> something to to replace that. And you went through a lot of different types of classes. And what you seem to have really stuck with is pole dancing. And I've noticed that it's had a huge effect on you. And I've been really curious about it. So how did you first get started and why? So it started about two years ago, almost two years ago. I was going through a very strange phase in my life where I wasn't really going anywhere with work. Acting wasn't really going anywhere. And I'd gone through this terrible breakup, which, you know, looking back, I'm like, really? Okay. <laughs> but it was it was a hard point And I, I really, you know, wanted to be motivated again. So I made a list of, of all these things I wanted to try. And one of them was pole dancing, as recommended by a friend uh, who I went to college with, who's now a stand-up comedian. And um, <laughs> she recommended that I take pole dancing. In fact, she's been pushing me forever and ever. So finally, I, you know, jumped into a class and I'm just floored. The the women and and some men in the in the class just just incredible the amount of support, you know, the the physical demands of it were just astounding to me and yet they made it look so simple. <laughs> and I really just wanted to learn more and more, so you know, as they say, pole dancing is addicting. And that's exactly where I am. <laughs> so you've been doing it for about two years now. What's been the hardest part of taking these classes? Sometimes it's just hard to get to class, especially in the beginning when you're, you know, really trying to push yourself to go more and, and really and learn as much as you can. But it's also physically tiring. So it's not like you can go every day or twice a day or more than that. That's what I struggled a lot with in the beginning is just motivating myself to, you know, push past all that pain and the, the uh, I don't really want to go to class today and, and just really get there. There's a creation coach that I've started following named Jennifer Scott. And she does these Facebook live sessions. And in one of them, she said, no one wants to go to the gym, but everyone's happy they did afterwards. And I think that that's really helped me get back into a workout routine because I think, oh, I don't want to. <laughs> and then I say, OK, you never want to. And you're going to be right. so happy afterwards. Right. So, uh, but of course, my uh, routine is a little less intense than pole dancing. <laughs> What sort of effects have you seen on your body from pole dancing? Gosh, I never knew I had muscles where there are muscles now. <laughs> if I could be frank about it. Yeah, just I I definitely feel like I have more energy as well in general. Absolutely. And maybe this is just me, you know, projecting on it. But I definitely, knock on wood, don't get sick as often as I used to. You know, because before I did this, you know, I had very little physical demands, as you mentioned before, physical motivation. It was a lot of, you know, eating burgers and <laughs> and delicious <laughs> fried foods. You know how it is. You know, after after I started pole dancing, though, I just had more energy. I definitely got sick less and pretty sure I started eating better as well. <laughs> I would imagine that given how much energy you use that you need to give your body good fuel so that you can do it, what it is that you're trying to do. Right. Not that I don't engage in the occasional burger, <laughs> fries and <laughs> milkshake as well. Pizza. <laughs> we, could, we could go on and on. Oh, yes. 
Now, have you seen any change in your mindset with pole dancing? And if so, how has it affected you? You know, I would say in the beginning, I was always worried about the way I looked, you know, what I wore to class, what other people were doing. And that's totally not what you should be doing at all. And and honestly, it's it's not that kind of environment. I'll continue to say that I'm certainly not the best one in class. There are people who've been there forever who've been working so hard for years on this, and they're just incredible on it. So it's, it's not like you can compare yourself to them because everyone develops at a different pace. Everybody's bodies are different. Schedules are different. So, you know, you can't be there as maybe as often as you'd like, as often as other people are. So you can't really compare yourself to others. And that's sort of what I've learned over the these like two years. And um, I feel like that's that's bled over into my real life as well, where I, I just can't compare myself to other people. And I'm totally okay with that now. How has that affected your mindset when it comes to your acting career? I feel like it's helped in the sense that I don't stare at the other people in the in the audition waiting room to be like, oh my God, she's wearing this. I should have worn that. I should have, you know, combed my hair this way or, or done this instead. I prepare the way I prepare and I bring what I bring to the table and you know whether they like it or not that's you know up to them i can say that since we are friends on facebook that you are certainly since you've been pole dancing you're so much more comfortable sharing photos of yourself in the room while you're working and you know super impressive the things uh that you've shown has so have you gotten more comfortable with your physical body now that you've been taking those classes or do you care less i would say i care less I definitely care less in the sense that whether I have a belly roll that day or my outfit's not quite on fleek, you know, I, I don't really care that much. <laughs> you know, what I share on my social media stuff is is stuff that I'm proud of, that I've, I've worked hard to get there and I and I want to share those accomplishments. Now, at the same time, it's it's very selective in that I do work very hard and they're you know, 99% of the times I'm either falling off the pole or I look like a complete uncoordinated blob. <laughs> but, you know, those 1% of pictures, I can be proud of those and I, I like to post those and hopefully they motivate others to put themselves out there and be proud of what they have to offer. Well, you've certainly motivated me. I think it's super impressive to see how you've gone after it and how excited you are by it. Now, what would your advice be for someone who's thinking that pole dancing might be a way that they could take care of their own body and their own mind. Oh my gosh, I would say 100% give it a try. Give it your everything. Don't beat yourself up if you can't do something that the teacher is teaching you or that someone else is doing in the class, especially when you're just starting out. It's it's a it's a completely new thing that you're jumping into and wow, it's it's intense. So go for it, but don't, you know, don't beat yourself up. And also don't put on lotion because it makes the pole really slippery. <laughs> Excellent advice there. How did you find your pole dancing studio? As I mentioned before, I had my friend from college. Her name is Jasmine Pierce. She's a comedian and um, and she had started pole dancing there about a year before I did. And she had been pushing me and pushing me to finally go to, you know, New York pole dancing, which is where we go. And finally, you know, that's that, that's where I went. They're located in Midtown. It's super convenient. And I was like, yes. And the teachers there are great. There's a whole lot of them. So you can, you know, learn from different ones. But they're all very experienced. 
experience and they're all super supportive you know and they like to have fun too so it's a good studio now i'm assuming you don't have a pole in your house so you can only work when you get to the studio is that right yes hopefully one day if i move and i have enough space i will put up one in my own house (laughs) so your plan is to keep this up for forever i i would love to yeah as long as there's you know something to learn something new to learn which there always is i definitely want to keep going at it now what would you say is the biggest assumption that people make about you me as a person me as a pole dancer (laughs) you could interpret it however you want to you could say both if you'd like so i mean as a pole dancer people assume lots of crazy things that you know i i must be working the streets at night or i must be working a strip club or something which is far from the truth for me at least you know there are some people that do that and you know more power to them but you know that's that's the biggest assumption that people make about pole dancers is that they all do that and that's certainly not true a lot of people do it for fitness like i do some people are really incredible dancers acrobats and they use that or they do pole dancing you know as a supplement to to their you know current routines which is great as well but again you know people shouldn't make assumptions that pole dancers are strippers just because they say they're pole dancers um so that's part one the biggest assumption that people make about me is that i'm you know as a as a small asian woman uh i i seem to be or i i give off the impression that i'm i'm sort of a pushover or that you know i'm just like this obedient woman who's just gonna listen to you and and be well behaved and all of that good stuff but isn't there like a famous quote that well-behaved women rarely make history that's that's sort of i feel like i fall into that category at least i'd like to you know in my mind i like to be adventurous and honestly i hate listening to people (laughs) i kind of what is the term like dance to my own beat (laughs) if you will Definitely. Well, I think that that's, it's certainly from someone on the outside watching, you already do things that I'm too scared to do. So you travel (laughs) by yourself and you pole dance. I'm always impressed by the things and challenges that you're willing to take. So you certainly defy the expectations of the obedient, small Asian woman. What would be the takeaway you would want people to get from this podcast episode? Well, I would want anyone who's listening to be proud of who you are and fully accept that where you are is where you need to be right now and that's totally okay definitely push yourself and and work hard at at what you put your mind to but also don't compare yourself to others because that's that's hurtful to that process and because everyone i had this teacher in college um he was an acting teacher and he would always say you know you're on your own journey so don't compare yourself to others because that's doing you a disservice to your own journey now i know that you love to read do you have a book you'd like to recommend to the Notable Woman audience? I'd love to. This is a graphic novel that's actually been out for a couple of years. It's called Why the Last Man. Basically, the well, I'll give you a little bit of a premise, is that uh, all the men have become extinct, except this one guy. And now it's, ha- it's him trying to navigate this world of women in a 
non-organized society, essentially. It's 10, I think, 10 chapters, but it's really incredible. So if you can check it out, it's called Why the Last Man. Why the Last Man. Yes. Love it. I will put a link to that in the show notes for everybody. Awesome. Now, what is coming up next for you? In a couple months, I'll actually be traveling to Hong Kong and to China. And it's kind of an interesting story, if I might <laughs> jump into it for a second, is that, well, this past this past year has actually been a little bit hard on my family. Both my grandparents actually passed away. So what my dad did, he wanted to organize a family trip for us to go back to China, see where our families from, you know, look at the villages where our grandparents came from and really just find our roots, essentially. So I'm looking forward to that trip in November. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, I believe that your your grandparents came here to America from China and they settled in New York. Is that right? They did indeed at, at separate times, but they actually met in New York, but they came separately and, and met here. Can you tell us that story a little bit? You were telling me before and I enjoyed it. Oh, gosh, where to begin? So my grandmother came to America right in the 19, late 1950s, early 1960s. My dad was probably four or five years old at the time and he and his siblings stayed in Hong Kong while she came to New York to work um, and send money back. So eventually they, you know, they sent all the money back and they were able to bring uh, my dad and all the siblings uh, over to New York. Meanwhile, my grandfather, he <laughs> was about, oh gosh, he was about 23, I think, when he was working on a steamship as a mess hall boy and the ship was sort of like a world tour kind of thing and they made a stop in New York and he decided to stay so that's what he did and then they met and got married <laughs> and here we are how many siblings does your dad have so he has three older siblings two older brothers an older sister and then a younger uh sister so there are five of them all together yes what sort of work did your grandma do in New York to afford to bring them over? Oh, it's actually an interesting story because when we were cleaning out, you know, their apartment, we found a whole bunch of photos. And one of them was of her marching in this uh, union strike for garment workers. So like she worked in a sweatshop, essentially, and I, which I never knew that she was part of a union. And they actually went on strike. I think it was in the 1960s or late 1960s, early 1970s, something like that. So I thought that was super cool. That is is pretty badass. Go grandma. Go grandma. I'm glad that you were able to get in touch with those stories as you were cleaning out their house. And I think it's awesome that you're going on this trip to China in just a few short months. I can't wait to see all the pictures. Now I have uh, back to pole dancing for a second. Do you have a favorite pole dancing move? Do you have a favorite pole dancing move? Well, ooh, that's a really good question. <laughs> Hmm, I have to think about it for a second. Well, there's this really cool move. It's it's part of the invert classes, we call them, uh, where you have to pass to get in. So, you know, after you've taken enough classes, um, the teacher will say, okay, you're strong enough, it's safe enough for you to go into the, the invert classes. And one of them is where you invert and your legs are like perpendicular to the pole in a straddle pose and your arms go out straight. So it looks Looks like there's like nothing hanging on to the pose. I think it's it's um it's it's called a pike, and yeah, you essentially like have no hands on the pole, and you're upside down, 
and your legs are just like straight out and you have to hold it and make sure you're balanced correctly so that you're not gonna just like fall flat on your head but <laughs> i think it looks really cool because it doesn't look like you're holding on at all now how do you prep for pole dancing class uh well for me i'm a very sweaty individual it turns out <laughs> so um i put a lot of things on my hand beforehand powder what do you put on your hand it's deodorant type of cream so i'll put a little bit of that on and then uh once we get into class we'll have like a 20 minute stretching warm-up kind of thing and then throughout the class to deal with my sweatiness we use this solution that's called dry hands it's it's sort of like a chalky gluey uh liquid solution <laughs> now how can people get in touch with you if they want to connect you can find me on the twitter and the instagram uh my handle on both of those are Mrs. Mime 100. M-R-S-M-I-M-E 100. Awesome. I will definitely link to both of those profiles so if people want to connect with you they absolutely can. And if anyone noted that that was a Pokemon reference good for you. <laughs> I failed. I failed. I had no, no idea. No, it's, a, it's, it's very obscure and I made it up when I was like 10 so... Pardon me as I relive my childhood and my adulthood. <laughs> oh, Victoria, thank you so much. I love you. I really appreciate you coming and talking about your passion with us. And I hope you have a great day. Thank you for having me, Kristen. Have a good one. I hope you enjoyed that interview with my good, good friend, Victoria Ng. We really enjoyed having it. Let me know, comment on this episode, what physical activities you're trying out. And I'm looking forward to bringing you another body positive episode in just a few short weeks. Bye for now.